I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast. This is episode number 65. My name is Adam Richardson and... Last week, we had Stu Whiffin in the hot seat, in the hosting chair, um, and I believe he said something along the lines of, he's the best one, which uh, I think all you loyal Pod Bible podcast listeners will know, that is complete rubbish. Uh, Scroobius Pip is, is probably the best one, uh, but he is not often available. He is a busy man. Um, so you've got me, once again, providing you with lots of lovely podcast stuff. Um, and uh, that last sentence just shows what a great host I am. Uh, so last week on the episode that Stu hosted, we had some lovely guests. We had Sipa and Hugo from Chatting Shit. Uh, we also had Toby from Yellow Cup Podcast, and we had a vet from Mentally Yours. And then later on in the week, on the Wednesday, we had a little bonus episode. We had a FUBAR radio takeover where we had three sets of hosts from three of their podcasts and uh, they came and talked all about their show. So two episodes last week, if you want to go back and have a listen, if you have not done that already. Before we get on with today's show, don't forget that our How to Make a Podcast series is out now and available to listen to. I think there are seven episodes of the 10 available at Himalaya.com forward slash pod. Um, it's our Himalaya learning series that we've worked on and uh, put together with a load of special guests and we're very very proud of it go and have a listen right now you can listen to the first episode for free um, and if you like the sound of it and you want to listen to the rest then we have a promo code which is P-O-D and that will get you a 14 day trial to go and uh, listen to all sorts of good stuff on Himalaya.com so Himalaya.com forward slash pod for that all right, let's get on to the main guest for today's episode. And uh, we're going to kick things off with Edith Bowman, who uh, many of you will know from the radio. And uh, obviously, she does a lot of TV stuff as well. She is a fantastic broadcaster, one of the very best, I think. And uh, she's been doing it a long, long time now. Uh, she, of course, has uh, the soundtracking podcast, which is very popular. And she was on the front cover of Pod Bible issue three, I want to say three, was it three or four? Uh, one of the early ones, um, and it was a real pleasure to have have her on there. But she's back, she's on the podcast now, and instead of soundtracking, she's going to talk to you and us about Play Next. Edith, tell me all about your podcast. Play Next. I've loved doing these podcast episodes. We've done 10 and the idea is that it's a kind of journey into new music and a bit of a, both in terms of listening to music, but also having a bit of a discussion about it. And what's quite unique about it is that we play the tracks in their entirety, which is kind of unique for podcasts because there's still a bit of grey area around how you can and how it's allowed to play music around podcasts. So little elves behind the scene put in lots of work to get the music cleared and we play tracks in their entirety which I think is lovely because it kind of extends that podcast idea of it feeling like a radio show and it's been so great because I've been 
encouraged and I think the reason that they wanted me to come in and get involved with it was that they want me involved in the choices and so you know we go through big lists of music and I'll kind of go yes no yes no and so we have three new tracks and when we say new tracks we want to try and encourage and support new artists but they don't have to be brand brand new like Willie J Healy is someone that we had on featured on the first uh, episode who I absolutely love just released a second album through um at Yala Records, which is run by Felix from the Maccabees and stuff. So he's in great company. But yeah, so it's playing new music. It's then also doing a bit of a spotlight chat with an artist that we're really excited about. So for example, Willie, we did this great Jamaican artist called Roro. Well, the idea across every episode is that we also have a discussion about something that's topical, but we also just want to kind of try and peel back the curtain a bit. So on the first episode, we had Giles Peterson talking about the future of festivals. We had uh, Hans Zimmer talking about technology and how he uses that within his world. And on this last episode, we had Got Street Park doing a chat with them, who are this kind of Leeds collective of brilliant musicians who have got together to... They've worked with so many different artists, but they've decided let's do our own thing. So we talked to them about... And they really revert back to kind of old style recording, analogue, all that kind of stuff. So it was interesting to talk about that. Uh, And then we had Dan from Bastille on uh, talking about kind of, you know, collaboration and just kind of that constant striving for creativity and how and where he finds it. And then Kay Tempest, who I've been a massive fan of their work since um, for years. I remember um, having Kay on the radio show at Radio One when I was covering for Grimmy. And the spoken word poetry was just phenomenal. And obviously, recently, they decided to make that change from being Kate to Kay. And we went into this big old discussion about that and coming out and identity and where how creativity can help find the courage to do all that. So it's been so many things and it is so many things. It's all about new music, but there's some lovely layers to it as well and depth to the conversations that we have. That's a great answer. I just want to go back and, and just touch on something that you said that you play uh, the songs in their entirety. And, and, and I yeah. guess there's, there's a lot of podcasters that listen to this podcast that, you know, are, are going to be very interested in, in, in the kind of logistics of that. How, how did that kind of come about? And how, because you, you, that's pretty pioneering. I've not heard, you know, even with yeah. like the, the big players like Desert Island Disc, it's cropped, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there's there's obviously people behind the scenes that I I don't I'm not kind of privy to the the specific um, conversations, but I know that the production company that we were working with, Listen, who are are great and do a number of podcasts, they then worked directly with a music clearance agency, and we would kind of go to them. Uh, I think this is the way it worked anyway. They would we would go to them with so they were they were brought on board for the whole duration of the podcast, and so we would go to them with our kind of our, a big list of who we wanted to feature in each episode, and we do it week by week so that we were kind of refreshing every week. And they would then go and do the, the work in terms of speaking to publishers, speaking to artists direct, speaking to record labels about getting to the point where we could sign off getting clearance. Because the thing with podcasts is it's worldwide rights, mm. you know, in terms of it's not regional, it's not um, different <clears throat> specific territories. So for me, that's a brilliant way. You know, when BMW came on board and were like, would you be interested in doing this music podcast? Hearing that they were then going to be committing to supporting artists through this process of paying them the rights for the, using the music within the podcast. It's like, well, that's brilliant because at the minute, any opportunity to support artists financially, I think Absolutely. is a, a brilliant opportunity. So 
there's a lot of work involved. And it's been interesting because there's been some weeks where it's like we need to find another track because we can't get clearance on anything. So it's been a bit of a interesting kind of journey in terms of and then we'd we'd have our three tracks locked and then our release date would change and so it was a constantly moving vehicle really in terms of of navigating it so it was being really reactive to things as well as they were coming in but I know that there was a a fair amount of work done from this company and to get the rights and to get the clearance and to do it the right way yeah okay I mean for new listeners if you was to sort of direct them would you say start at the very beginning or would you say if you had to pick a sort of specific episode that really gives a good kind of cross section of what you're trying to do with the podcast, where would you where would you direct a new listener? The series of podcasts, there's 10 of them. It doesn't follow a narrative, so to speak. But what it does do is it relates to when the music is being released. So there's an amazing collection of artists that we featured, both in terms of new artists. And it's been really nice for me in in terms of, you know, being someone who's always been interested in new music, but then to get the opportunity to to sit in and speak to um to some of these people and also people that I've known for years when it comes to having those discussions on a bigger scale. So like Felix, we had Felix for the Maccabees on who I'm a I'm a massive fan of the Maccabees I always have been and so that was really good because I think that that was an interesting one probably a really good one to start with almost and then um that was episode eight I think um and then you could almost listen to that and then go back to episode one because then you can hear how Felix talks about starting a label and what he's brought from his experience of the Maccabees into passing that on to new talent and then you can hear Willie J Healy talk about what he's had from so there's some lovely connections between things but I think that start at one and go through because no two are the same in terms of there's there's no repeating music, there's no repeating subjects. Everyone is very kind of unique. The only constant, I guess, is me. Yeah, and this last one was was great. And we had the Disclosure Boys on as well on the previous one. And that was really interesting because I was really lucky that when I was at Radio 1, I had the chance to speak to them when they did that track Latch with, they like introduced us to Sam Smith. I remember saying to them at the time going, who is this bloke with this amazing voice sort of thing? And they'd kind of, you know, and it was really interesting hearing from them how they navigate that world of who they're going to collaborate with and where they find them. And there's some funny stuff about Sting in there as well. So yeah, you need to listen to, I think that's episode nine. But yeah, I'm really proud of it. And I guess you could look at the running order and see. That's the other great thing as well is that we've got a playlist on Spotify for so you can just listen to the music that we featured. So you could almost kind of go through the playlist and if there's a specific tracks that you like, then you can go back to the episode that that's in and hear a bit more about the person. Wonderful. Edith, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure, Stu. Thank you so much, mate. Thank you so much to Edith for that. Play Next sounds like a, a great chat and I've had a listen to a few few episodes. Kate Tempest was on there recently and uh, they were an absolutely brilliant guest, uh, one of my favourite people. So yeah, go and have a listen to Play Next with Edith Bowman. Let's have a break now and then we'll come back for some recommendations. Recommendation time and first up this week we have Foles from Off The Cuff.
All right, it's time for a podcast recommendation. And today I'm joined by uh, Foles and Vans from Off The Cuff. How are you guys doing? Good. We're good, we're good, man. Thank you. Good stuff. Uh, Foles, I'm going to come to you. Yes, sir. Do you have a podcast that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Yes, I would like to recommend the Eloquently Saying Nothing podcast. Amazing, okay. amazing podcast name. I don't know how yeah. you eloquently say nothing, but it works. <laughs> um, All right. Also known as ESN Pod, um, fronted by Stavros Boss with his fellow host, Big Wahala, Simple Simon, Mr. Wolf, and the actor. My recommendation for them is they drop every Tuesday, if I'm correct, fans. Every Tuesday, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, drop every Tuesday. They're slightly older gentlemen, a bit more life experience. I really enjoy their POV and the perspective on what's going on socially and culturally. They're hip hop heads as well. So you always like, I think that's one thing that makes them stand out. They've got a real good ear and taste when it comes to music. And from like a listening experience, always crisp, amazing audio. And that's uh, a shout out and a, and a big salute to, uh, to Stavros. He's like the, he's like lead Mike, you know, he does a good job okay. over there. Yeah. So how did you first discover it? Can you remember? Was it recommended or um, just knew one of the there guys? Was, so there was a, it might have been 2017 or 16. I don't know if I'm from Right Vans. Um, there was a podcast festival held in Waterloo at one of these, I think one like the university, like a university around there. And a lot of, yeah. the, a lot of the podcasts at the time that were bubbling were on this big podcast festival lineup. So there was like a, a smaller room and a big room, like the big auditorium and they were in the audience and we all kind of linked up from then. So a lot of the people that you see us doing podcast collaborations with, a lot of us met on that day in particular, whether we communicate okay. that day or not, it just birthed like, okay, cool. We know who each other is now. We know the faces. You can reach out on social media. And I think it was from there that we started building a relationship and we've been on their podcast. Is it twice? I think twice now. And I think they've been on at least once. Yeah. So yeah, they were, we've been on, ESN twice and yeah. they've been on ours once I wasn't in the country when they came on our podcast so. it was around the time of a release of Black Panther so we had like a Black yeah. Panther yeah. review really good chat and Big Wahala oh, yeah. one of the hosts he's come on individually and I think it might have been around the time of Nipsey Hussle's death so he, with, okay. he came on individually but yeah we've got a good rapport and we, we interact quite regular so yeah that's that's a personal favourite of mine and I feel like they don't get enough shine because uh, they won't mind me saying they're old so they're not on social media like <laughs> that's a great um recommendation for they're a great podcast and they're great gentlemen as well so uh amazing big them up all the time their conversations are so interesting so i'm, I'm always tuned in every week yeah nice okay so i mean i was going to say are there any other guests that uh that you particularly enjoy but apart from you guys when you've been on it do they do they do that regularly or is it like you say sort of collaborations getting other podcasters on to, to their credit they're one of the few podcasts i can listen to outside of like celeb podcasts or podcasts that you kind of meet them at their high point yeah. Their podcast, I, I feel like I can listen to that doesn't need a guest. Not saying they shouldn't have one on, but like I yeah. actually enjoy them because they've got, I think I've collected about five of them, but there's one of them that's not always there. But like as a collective, I can listen to them solely on their own. They have had guests on, um, some people that we've collaborated with previously, um, lady by the name of Courtney Society. She was on there. She's been on our podcast as well. That was a good conversation. Um, I had a, a rapper by the name of Ty, who's like an old school UK, um, from like UK underground scene. He unfortunately passed away during COVID. His episode is really good. But yeah, they, yeah, rest in peace to Ty. Um, yeah, they've had some some dope episodes with guests. But personally, in regards to like how I feel, I actually like it when it's just them, and that's part of the reason why like they, I, deserve, I think they deserve a shout because they don't need to lean on a guest for their podcast. Okay, 
So there's so five of them, sometimes four. How does yeah, that work? Because obviously, you, sometimes you get that issue where there's too many people and they're talking over each other. And do you know what it is? Because because I listen to them avidly, I know how it works. So so Wahala and Stavros are brothers. So you've got the brother okay. dynamic. Then you've yep. got Simple Simon. You've got Mr. Wolf. Simple Simon, I think he's half Nigerian, half Caribbean. Um, he will always have a like a poetry read of a lyric or a verse from his like his favorite dancehall song that week. So they will have segments, so you, you get kind of get to know each host individually. If you see what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And okay. Mr. And Mr. Wolf's got his um, his segment okay. also as well. He's got yeah Nigerian proverbs he does every week. So if you're a regular listener, there's something for everybody there, you know. And then the, the brothers argue quite regular, but it's all in good in good fun because one's little brother, one's big bro. So you're always going to get that kind of ego thing. Um, yeah. And Stavros, nice. you know, Stavros is just, he's a good host. My personal, my personal opinion is a good host. So I think you find a balance, but I do know for some people that too many voices can be a lot, but I think for them, they get it right. Cool. Yeah. No, it sounds good. So I, I, yeah, I've definitely got a few podcasts. That I think if I recommended to somebody just to listen to one off, they'd be like, no, it wasn't for me. Yeah. You just have to get, get used to it. Don't you? And sort of, uh, familiarize yourself with all the different voices and then you just end up loving it. So yeah, cool. All right. That was great. Thanks a lot for the recommendation. Thank you. Thanks, Folds, for that. And thanks, fans, for getting involved as well. Uh, those two guys, of course, from Off The Cuff, they were on the podcast a couple of weeks ago talking about that show, if you want to listen to that. Um, but if not, why not go and check out Eloquently Saying Nothing? All right, final recommendation time for this week. And it's another return guest. Uh, this time it is Danny Brocklehurst, who, of course, is an acclaimed screenwriter, um, has done some wonderful things uh, for, for TV. Uh, and he's got in the podcast game. Um, those of you who listened to an episode four or five weeks ago uh, would have heard Danny and Chris Warburton talking about Ecstasy, The Battle of Rave, their five live series, which has been going down very, very well. Um, but now it's Danny's turn to recommend a podcast that he loves. All right, then, I am joined today by Danny Brocklehurst, who has done a lot of wonderful things, but most recently has been uh, part of the team behind the BBC Sound Series Ecstasy, The Battle of Rave. Um, you will have heard him and Chris Warburton talking about that on a previous episode. But now, Danny, I'm going to ask you to recommend a podcast. Do you listen to many? I listen to them, you know, in, in little spurts, actually. I'm, I'm constantly interested in in you know in recommendations and it i would love nothing more than somebody to recommend a great podcast to me and really love it but mm -hmm. i do try things that i've heard about or read about and uh, you know unless they really grip me uh, they can soon go by the wayside okay. so yeah i like things that sort of grab me early really i'm, I'm one of those listeners so uh what podcast are you going to uh recommend for us today and how did you first find out about it so it's called the immaculate deception I can't quite remember how I first heard about it. It's not a particular, I don't think it's a particularly new podcast. I listened to it a, a short while ago. I think, I think the reason I, I thought of the Immaculate Deception was because it's such an interesting premise. And whilst it's not the perfect podcast, there's a problem with access to people and, and things like that because of the nature of the story. Mm -hmm. um, it, as a dramatist, you know, for my, for my job, I did think, God, that's a really interesting story because it's the story of this fertility doctor called Jan Karbat, who was working in Holland, renowned for getting amazing results, incredibly successful, incredibly well thought of. 
women desperate for children going to him uh, in his Rotterdam clinic. And it turned out later that Carbat achieved such success by basically using his own um, sperm and the, the, the sperm of a very, very regular donor. So you, you essentially have created this sort of bizarre mini army of people out there in, in Rotterdam and, and surrounding areas who all come from the same fathers. How many, how, wow. many, um, how many children do they think? Oh, you're talking hundreds. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So, you know, okay. yeah, it's mad. So, um, so it's, it's sort of like, I mean, that's told you, that's not really a spoiler because that's told to you very early on, but then it's a sort of investigation into, first of all, you know, what, what, how this could have happened, who knew about what, what the, and I think, I think that the thing that I really wanted to try and understand was how the parents, you know, of the children felt about it and naturally because this is a very difficult subject they they struggled to get people to really talk about that they did they did get a couple but i think you know just trying to get into the mindset of when that when that came out and that was revealed what people felt about it because on the one hand he did help people who were desperate for children and you know he did help them to to bring life into the world and and i think some of the mothers reflected that sentiment but on the other hand you know it's such a breach of trust um that you know it is it's appalling is he still alive no but that that, that's one of so that's one of the things and and then then they've, they've got this kind of stuff in one of the later episodes where they talk to somebody who was like the last person to speak to him and the, the last interview he gave and you know but it all started to unravel i mean i don't want to give it all away but yeah what, what what's interesting to me adam is you know given that danny suggested my recommendation was really heavy it's good that he's gone for something really really light <laughs> i know I was, I was thinking just the same i was thinking I, I, i'm going to end up asking the exact same questions as well it's, it's, hardly, it's hardly a love island podcast is it <laughs> no exactly come on guys <laughs> but, but Chris, compared with like Hiroshima, yeah, I would yeah. say it's all probably right. okay. a tad, a tad all, lighter. All, all these things are relative, I suppose. You know, yeah. Your choice was nuclear you know, Armageddon. Yeah, it's all a sliding scale. I admit it's not, um, you know, mm. it's not the Peter Crouch podcast, but um, <laughs> no, not you know. quite. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure where to go from there. Um, Chris, have you, I mean, has Danny persuaded you? Are you, um, are you intrigued? Do you want to go and hear about it? Yes, I am intrigued, actually. Yeah, I think Um, I am too. I hadn't heard of this. That does sound good. It's, um, I mean, that, that, that is the sort of story you, you dream of coming across in terms of journalism and podcast production isn't it so i'd be fascinated to see how they got on because if if it's the sort of thing you start scratching at the surface and then you start going hold on what what have we really got here which is it sounds like as danny's describing it. i mean it sounds to me like it would be a really really good drama just you know if you could, yeah. find, a de- if you could find a decent screenwriter to um to put it together <laughs> yeah <laughs> if only <laughs> yeah no i do sometimes wonder um and i think this is perhaps a failing of all no, no, not all podcasts, but but I think that, that something about the format of podcasts, and I think you get this a little bit in um, long form television as well. It, it, you do feel sometimes like the story is just slightly extended beyond its natural length. And it's right. almost like they've gone, well, we, we need eight episodes or we need ten episodes. Therefore, that's how much we must fill, rather than saying how long should the story be. 
I felt that's ever that's my only criticism of Immaculate Deception that I, I felt it could have been a tad tighter, but it really is a good listen. You know, I mean, I think it's I think it's a, it's mostly a great listen, mm. but I do wish sometimes that um, we could um, just tell the story at the length that is its natural length rather than it has to be X amount of episodes. Yeah, that's interesting. Just seeing that it, it was seven episodes, but then they've also had a, a bonus episode that's come out. And I know there are a lot of podcasts like that that you know focus on a particular story or a case, and they do their six to eight episodes, but then there's developments, and then they want to put yeah. an update out. Well, you got that with the uh, with the Crypto Queen. Yes, you? exactly. Yeah, there was a fairly Jamie new episode, out another couple of episodes there. Mm. So yeah. But I mean, it does make them. Sometimes that can work to the podcast benefit, doesn't it? Because then you just feel like you're, you kind of feel like you're involved, and you're getting these updates. And uh... yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, like when we did um, Beyond Reasonable Doubt, and I don't mm. know, I guess part of the challenge is around commissioning these days, isn't it? Because when we did Beyond Reasonable Doubt, it was essentially commissioned by our controller, and it was a different world of podcast then, because this was quite a few years ago, and it was very much right we're going to start telling this story. You're going to put the episodes out as you make them. And the listeners were kind of with us on that journey throughout. We didn't know how many episodes it was going to be. We didn't know how long each episode was going to be. We were much more able to kind of use listeners in the way that radio uses listeners. You know, we're going to speak to this guy next week. If you've got a question, then get in touch with us on this email address, Mm. which, you know, I know you can do if you're doing a multi-episode interview type podcast but in a true crime investigation thing that that was very very different for us however i do wonder now if you were to go and try and get an idea commissioned and you said you know well we've got this idea it's an ongoing case and they said how many episodes is it going to be don't know how long is each episode going to be don't know Mm. i don't know i mean well saying that manhunt which is being done by five live that's been along those lines so i guess they are still willing to 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 take that chance but um it's it's amazing having that freedom to be absolutely honest with you yeah Um, and and very different to doing something like the ecstasy podcast we've done or end of days which is the last one i did where it's a proper piece of storytelling all right well thank you very much danny for the uh, recommendation of immaculate deception and uh thanks to you chris as well for for coming on and for for your recommendations and for a lovely chat lovely stuff thank you very much indeed adam appreciate it mate. thanks adam no worries all right that is it for this week's episode uh thank you very much for listening uh reminder again himalaya.com forward slash pod if you want to check out our how to make a podcast series use the promo code pod for a 14-day trial um you can email us info at podbiblemag.com uh the website podbiblemag.com is where you can read all sorts of great stuff about podcasts reviews recommendations uh interviews loads of stuff that you'll enjoy um at podbible is where you can find us on social media and uh, that's pretty much it i guess we've got a new magazine in the works issue 12 final issue of 2020 2020 i should say i don't think anyone's saying 2020 are they um but yeah last issue and we're very proud of it and that's going to be out the first weekend of december but uh until then um and until next week's podcast i will bid you a farewell um and let you know that the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the podcast producer behind this podcast, the guy who's edited all of this and made it sound so lovely. And any areas where it doesn't sound lovely, it's totally my fault. And I take responsibility. The guy who does all of that good stuff is called Buddy Peace. Thanks, guys. See you next week.